Yo, what's up? This is Shadow Rock and Pro 41 of the Floor Gangs and Knuckleneck Tribe. And you're watching The Trades, episode 10. Can y'all believe it? So for the 10th episode, who I have today, we got my man, Crazy Leg Rockstage. What up, Legs? Hey, I'm good, bro. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, yes. I'm having all these dope OGs come on my show. It's like, I'm super appreciative of that. Yeah, you gotta get us before we die. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so... <laughs> A few weeks ago, I did a year review, and then uh, Legs was talking about some, some of the topics. Then he was like, hey, what happened to Battle of the Gods? Me and Storm went at it. That was a highlight. So, yeah, so I was like, you know what? Why don't we have you on the show, and you could actually, instead of just putting a video, let's just, we could talk about how it started, like who proposed it, and your whole process mm -hmm. of training. All right, so first, Tony Rock from Top Nine Crew, one of the uh, producers of Z1... Festival called me up and he was like, Yo, you know, if we were able to set up between you and Ken Swift, would right. you do it? My immediate response is like, Fuck yeah, that would be like dope hip hop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess his management uh, turned down the battle on behalf of him. Right. So then they asked me, like, you know, what if we can get Storm? And I said, Yeah, let's do it. Like, yeah. you know, to me, it's a no brainer. It's, it's a huge undertaking. At any age past 35, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to think like you're gonna go out there and kill it. Right. You know, I definitely didn't want to underestimate Storm. And so we, when we agreed to that, that was maybe uh, November or the, uh, probably November. February came around, and by the time February came around, I was actually considering canceling the battle because my knee was acting up so hardcore that I would walk a block and a half and I would literally be limping. I felt like, oh man, like, this is it. Like, I'm about to dead my career. Uh, my boy DJ G was, and he had turned me on to amniotic stem cell. I was to be the consultant for the U.S. Air Force, uh, for the uh, Surgeon General, and yeah. he actually was a, a popper in the Philippines back in the day. Okay. So I had the stem cell injection. A month later, I'm like tingling in my knee. I called him up, I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going on, but I feel something happening in there. It's, it feels like little worker bees in there, like doing stuff. What the? <laughs> Next thing you know, I test it out slowly and then warm up, and all of a sudden I was running a little bit. Okay. So I went from completely limping and getting ready to cancel my career to battling. Right. Like a few months. Right. And my goal was to really make the attention on, put the attention on inspiring brothers out there and sisters who are getting older. And that's a testament because not even athletes, professional athletes, like, go, you know, go rounds at 50. Or go, like, do what they do at 50. And that's one thing that, you know, that I, we're, we're fortunate enough to witness is that we don't know when it's really going to stop. We don't know yet. Because, because of you guys. Well, for, I think for me it should have stopped a long time ago, but... <laughs> nah, you know, no. Hitting <laughs> the gym and a, and a little bit of denial goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> we focus on the attorney, the economic in Puerto Rico. Right, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, people are aware of the, the crisis going on over there. Segwaying to my last question, getting to that level of where it's starting to get into the forefront again, becoming, it was it was underground for a long time, now it's coming to the front again. Do you feel like it's uh, close to what the 80s was 
and or is it different? And how's your perspective being since you when it was the '80s, you guys were young. What do you see the similarities and the differences, and what's the next steps? One of the things is that back in the '80s, the, these uh, when breaking started to become prevalent, mm -hmm. these events were thrown by people who were not b boys and, and they were not part of the scene. Now I think. A lot of people who are promoters, are promoters, but were b boys. I know there's a, the big concern of of the uh, the, uh, the kids Olympics, the junior right, Olympics, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even reach out to anyone who is a pioneer. You know, setting uh, self-serving agendas to the side mm -hmm. and looking at the bigger picture, yeah. and you know, had some sort of uh, sense of of of. Uh, making sure that the business mm -hmm. and the culture can coexist. Right, right, and, right. And I get it. So no one should be in there just because they're old school. Right, right, right. They right. should be in there because they're going to be effective. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. and that's, that's, what's up. that's what keeps us you know, functioning and, and allows us to have a, a greater control over what the end product is going to be judged by. And it's almost like, let's not bring in this person because they'll make waves. Okay. And, and and those waves are really like, okay, you mean the waves that we would make are the ones that are protecting the, in the integrity of our art and culture that people, you know, were able to so survive off of right. when we were, when we lived in the Bronx and they would burn down buildings mm -hmm. all around us. There's the possibility of them ripping something right from, right out from under us and steering it in a direction that they want to steer it in, and whoever is at the top of this probably has nothing to do with hip-hop. Yeah, right. And I think that I put enough or more, I put a lot or enough into the game to be considered, uh, as well as other people, you know, when it came to the concept of putting this together, right. as opposed to hitting us up two years later. And so what you're asking is more maybe transparency as far as, like, how this all happened, like, let's make sure that this is happening right for everyone mm -hmm. and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and we weren't even consulted with is scary. Right. And I'm not going to say that some of the people that they consulted with aren't good because I know some of them right. and, and they're good people. You know, I would really like to, like, to me, it's like, I don't not, I'm not really trying to talk to no, no middleman on this thing. Right, right, Speak right. Speak to the top. Right, Because right. at the end of the day, I could sit here and be like, yo, my dude, if you look at my 40 years, I'm, a, I'm the King Kong of this shit. <laughs> That's like, I think you said it best right there. It's like, that's the most important. You know what I mean? If the culture is protective. My whole thing is like, you guys are still around. You guys live through it. And if there's enough of us, we could check it. So uh, before I sign you out, uh, where can they find you on your social media platforms? People can check out uh, PortoRockStudy.com if they want to get that information. There you go. Just look up the Crazy Legs page and add that now. Thanks, Crazy Legs. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bro. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. We need to hear all this information. We need to hear perspectives, and that's what we provide here at The Trades. You can contact me at facebook.com slash profo1. 
capital F-L-G-Z, or on Instagram, at P-R-O-F-O, underscore F-L-G-Z. This has been The Trades, episode 10. It's been 10 weeks since I did this. Gotta keep going. See y'all next week. Peace.